bi-weekly or weekly now instead of bi-weekly because we've had feedback and we've decided to shorten it up and give it out more often yeah uh, which is how i view my sex life welcome to this week's yeah. <laughs> latest uh edition of outreach factory we're making some format changes based on the feedback of the two people who actually listen to us and enough to give us feedback yeah, feedback was uh, Dale should talk more and I should talk less. Thank you. I do have a sexier voice. Your uh, that's not even remotely true. Your input ha has been heated, so I get to talk right beside the mic. <laughs> and, and Derek has to stay at least an arm's length away. We should talk uh, combined for less less amount. Apparently, people don't like listening to us ramble on. Uh, that, for that, an hour. that doesn't make any sense I've, to me. I've I mean, never understood it. If you're going to listen to us for half an hour, why wouldn't you listen to us for like eight hours? Yeah. Go for the gusto, guys. Yeah. Like, come on. The gusto. <laughs> the gusto. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, it's cultural appropriation. I, I guess yeah. there's just like a drop off after 30 minutes. It's like, you know what? Those guys are annoying. I, why, are true. why did I just waste half an hour of my yeah. life? Uh, yeah. So we figured we had enough, enough material for uh, to start shorty. doing this stuff weekly. Uh, probably talk for about half an hour or so. Let's get yeah. right into it. Let's what, do it. What pissed you off on the internet this week, Dale? Well, what pissed me off is cultural appropriation talk. Not that I'm against cultural appropriation because I've kind of made it clear that I don't believe in cultural appropriation because way back when, when Bob Dole invented the internet, I think his intentions <laughs> were for us to all share our ideas and make life better. And since we are a global village, can you really culturally appropriate anymore? Anyways, but I we decided we'll stick to cultural appropriation of food because that's least likely for us to get into three-day Facebook arguments that we don't want to have again. With our two listeners. Okay. So basically what happened was in Portland, these girl girls, which for some reason makes it even worse, went to Mexico and they they said we watched these women make tortilla shells and then they came back and for their burrito uh restaurant they started making these burrito shells and then there was lashback because they are saying calling it cultural appropriation because they stole how to make better tortilla shells to make their burritos which yeah. I'm going to call bullshit because if I can have a more delicious burrito, I want a more delicious burrito. So, so <clears throat> yeah, place was called Kook's Burritos. The thing, first off, uh, it's weird because normally the people who come out in favor of globalization, yeah, being like, hey, we should be more diverse, we should accept all these cu cultures, they're also the people who come out the strongest against cultural appropriation. Yeah. Like, do you want... Do you want all these cultures to exist and kind of bleed into each other? Or do you want, like, firm borders between each of these cultures where it's like, I don't I don't make Mexican food ever uh, yeah. or, or Chinese food because that's, that's stealing from their culture? Yeah, exactly. Like, the states 
I don't know if it's their official slogan anymore, but it used to be the melting pot, whereas Canada is a multicultural rainbow. And basically, Canada wants to keep everybody's culture live and vibrant so they can be in touch with their roots, whereas the States wants everybody to come together in a sort of gestalt way of the sum of the part or the union of the parts being greater than the sum. Yeah, in the U.S., it's and this is something that's always uh, made me. It's one of my like earliest civics lessons is that I learned that Canada was like very accommodating of other people's cultures. Yeah. Whereas in the U.S., if you move to America, it's you become an American first and foremost. Mm -hmm. Fuck your culture. Fuck your beliefs. You're you're now an American first, and all that other shit second. Um, yeah, which is a little heavy-handed, but I kind of agree to it because. Basically, what we should be doing is looking at all cultures and trying to pick the best pieces from each culture to make the best society. Yeah, but who picks? Me. White, white people? Well, everybody. Because, yeah, but when you say everybody, what it comes down to is the people calling the shots. And in both Canada and the States, nine times out of ten, that's going to be a white person with no culture of their own. Yes, white people have Oh culture. my god, we have, uh, you might because you're Dutch, I'm like, yeah. I, I look at like Canadian culture, like try naming, try right now, off yeah. the top of your head, name three Canadian foods that aren't poutine, go. Mashed potatoes. What the fuck, that's Irish, isn't no, it? mashed potatoes were invented in Canada. Uh, cheese curds? That, that's a part no, of poutine. Uh, yeah, of poutine. Uh, gravy uh, and french fries. Maple syrup. Okay. Uh, shit. Uh, Bannock? Oh, yeah. No, that's that's a good one. Yeah, so that's three. That's, you kind of, come <laughs> on. That was awful. And not one of those that's, is, that's like, a, yeah. a good dish. Same, same thing. Like, American, what do you have? Like, cheeseburger? Uh, Chop suey was invented in San Francisco. Yeah, okay, but it was... Ah, there's, there's the best... <laughs> Best exactly. example of cultural appropriation. You take something good and you add a little slight flavor to it and make it better. I'm going to say, after going to China and eating actual Chinese food yeah. coming back here, what we have done or what passes for Chinese food here, fucking awful. Just really? the worst shit. Yeah, what not, about sweet and sour meat? Uh, pork? You don't know. There's none, there's none of that. That's so good, though. Also, sweet and sour has never really been been my jam not what? not a thing i'm a fan of so basically you're a terrible person and you're taking it out no i'm a highly refined person <laughs> with excellent taste and great okay, opinions. ginger beef i so, know you like ginger, yeah, ginger beef. beef is my jam there's no ginger beef, ginger beef but that's that's a very different that's like an americanized spin on chinese yeah, food and it's delicious which is but is that necessarily better than some of the other shit I ate, I don't like think chicken so. feet. I don't. I did not. Oh, I did eat chicken feet oh, and gross. turtle. By the way, turtle. Was, the turtle was the only thing where I was like, "This is this is weird." For this the record, Dale would rather have sweet and sour pork than turtle. What if they put sweet and sour sauce on the turtle? That's disgusting. Would you eat it? No. You wouldn't even know. Does it taste like a turtle? No, it actually tasted like it's a cliche. It tasted like chicken, like exactly like the meat itself. Was it all greasy and green? Was it green? What? No, why would it be green? Because turtles are green. Ah, it was in some sort of sauce. I don't oh. <laughs> The turtles are green. Well, yeah, you know. Like... Yeah, it is, is bacon pink? Yes. Fuck. Because <laughs> pigs are pink, so pork is pink. So yeah, uh, these women in Portland uh, owned a shop called Kook's Burritos. The outrage over this. I'm going to say Portland has got to be like 
ground zero for uh, people who would actually get upset about this shit. Like, you look yeah. at Portland, and it is very, like, left-leaning. Um, the, the only thing, I read the story, and the only thing that, that kind of made me be like, well, that's not really on the up-and-up, is when they were like, hey, we asked these Mexican women for their tortilla recipes, and the women were like, no, we don't want to give them to you. So we crept up to their window yeah, and that was, watched them make it. That was a bit creepy. But that's not a cultural, I think that's like corporate espionage maybe, yeah, but it's exactly. not cultural appropriation. And like, when it comes to food, you shouldn't judge food by who made it or how culturally appropriate the, the recipe is. You should judge food by how delicious it tastes. Yeah. I think, yeah, tons of times there's a... Uh, uh, what is it, like a Thai restaurant, Vietnamese restaurant? Something yeah. like that in Portland. Same thing, owned by a white guy. Yeah. Uh, really uh, very popular restaurant. I'm not going to Google it, but uh, same thing. Like, I've, I've thought many times about, like, starting up, like, a, a Chinese food truck or, like, a, a street food. Ramen. Or, yeah, like, I would love to be able to cook that shit, and I would love to know that people aren't just going to be like, oh, you stole this from... Yeah. I mean, I get if the food is, like, a super important, like, if it's... Uh, again, I'm going to show my ignorance here. Ba Bannock is does Bannock have some sort of like cultural or spiritual significance for the I don't think the so. Native I think people? it's just, uh, I think it's just easy to make. So it's good. It was good for times of like when there wasn't enough buffaloes to eat. Okay, could could always count on Dale to out ignorant me when I make a statement. Yeah, that's helpful. Well, I my girlfriend does tell me that. Bannock isn't even actually culturally First Nations. They just adopted it from something else. Oh, they appropriated it? Yes, they did. And that's another thing, too. Like, most recipes are already appropriated. So where do we draw the line? Is it today we draw the line of cultural appropriation? Because if you think of English food, you think of fish and chips. Yeah. That wasn't invented in England. They, in their colonization picked up breaded and deep-fried fish from one of the countries they went to. I think it was Portugal, but I could be mistaken. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, there's already been all this cultural appropriation that we're okay with. Like Dutch people. You know how much soy sauce we eat? There's no way we invented soy sauce. We just really like salt. Dutch people like soy sauce? Oh, like the <laughs> Like I remember growing up, we'd have like chicken... Chicken noodle soup. My grandma would make chicken noodle soup, which also probably isn't Dutch. So I don't think that's, eating it. that's not Dutch at all. And the two things you could do was when you were a little kid and it was too hot, you'd put milk in it, which is kind of Oh, gross. it's awful. What? Yeah. I don't know. Well, like if you're a tiny kid and it's too hot. I put an ice cube in mine as a tiny kid and then it just gets a little bit more watery. Well, you're not mixing milk in with it. Hindsight <laughs> is 2020, 20, but you would also add soy sauce to flavor like we would there would always be no matter what meal you had as a dutch kid there'd be soy sauce on the table and you just grab it and dump it in is this a dutch thing or is this a your family specifically oh, it's thing? a dutch thing like if you go to a dutch store there's four different kinds of soy sauce interesting yeah uh yeah so if we're gonna have the the global village thing there is gonna and the weird thing is is that like yeah, if these Mexican ladies came out and were like, hey, these bitches stole my tortilla recipe, I'm really upset about that, I would yeah. be like, you have a valid argument. Yeah. But it's never it's never them that are getting upset about it. It's yeah. it's other like Westerners and white people being like, That's hey. That's the problem, is it's people virtue signaling, which is basically you go on the internet and you go, 
I'm upset about this because this is wrong. And then they just think everybody's going to be like, oh my God, this guy got upset about this. He must be a good person. Yeah, he's sensitive. Uh, we I, should all listen to him. I used to hate the term virtue signaling because I associated it with like stupid alt-right bullshit. And, and like SJ, SJ, SJWs. But now I like, I see, uh, yeah, there's a lot of instances of this. I'm probably guilty of it myself in the past where I like... Oh, we all. I didn't really care about an issue, but I yeah. wanted people to think I cared about yeah, an issue. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. Like, if you care about it, then yeah, stick up for what you believe in. My problem is these people don't care about it, and you could clearly tell they don't. So why are they... It's like, just get laid. Yeah. Are you, Like, are these people, every time they order a burrito from a restaurant, they're asking if it was, like, sourced and handcrafted by an authentic yeah. Mexican person? Is that yeah. is that what they're doing? I doubt that. They're like, this tastes like it was made too clumsily. <laughs> I do not want this. Tastes white. Yeah. Tastes like porridge and crackers. Yeah. Like, I get sometimes, like, the whiteification and you don't want to erase cultures and stuff. But when it comes to food, that's just too far. Like, the thing with me is cultural appropriation doesn't, like, uh, make the original disappear. There's no, like, half-life where if I copy a recipe that's from Thailand, that recipe doesn't disappear. It still exists, and it's still the exact same thing it was. It's just mine also exists. Yeah, I got some, some Chinese... Uh... Chinese pork cooking in my oven right now. So yeah. luckily the only people who have to eat it are my fellow whites. <laughs> no one's ever going to hear. I will say the one uh, awful uh, proof of cultural appropriation uh, when it comes to food. Uh, epic meal time. Yeah. Like, fucking th those guys are like whitest guys on earth taking yeah. fast food and like turning it into burritos and shit. Yeah. I find that offensive just because... Like, the food looks fucking gross. Like, why would you do that? Well, Any I find other. it offensive because if I ate that, I would die. <laughs> like, if I ate, like, what, what was one thing they made? Like, bacon, bacon, lasagna, where it's just, like, instead of noodles, it's layers of bacon. Like, who can eat that without dying? Like, do these people, are these people superhuman? Probably are at this point. After, after eating that shit, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know, get upset about cultural appropriation when we're stealing, like, uh, you know, religious ceremonies yeah. or uh, I can't even really think, like, who who gives a shit about food that much? Yeah. One thing that bugs me about cultural appropriation is it's, uh, another thing is it's a form of snobbery. It's like a music snob being like, oh, I don't like when everybody listens to this music because it changes the way it is for me. Like, it basically boils down to you can't have this because I want it to be just mine. Yeah. I, I want to determine what is uh, permitted and what is authentic or not. Yeah. Uh, and I invented burritos before anyone else, so... Yeah. Fuck you <laughs> for taking that. Exactly. Uh, also, in news from uh, left-leaning cities uh, getting all bent out of... Or doing shit that bent people out of shape. Uh, Wonder Woman, superhero yeah. movie, starring a woman. First time that's happened, I think, ever. A movie starring a woman? No, a, a superhero, like a tentpole, like, superhero movie hey, with man, a woman lead. Don't you dismiss Halle Berry's Catwoman. What are you... Oh, God, that movie was <laughs> so bad. Wait, there was another one, too, wasn't there? It was probably terrible. There was, uh... I don't know, that was just Michelle Pfeiffer in, uh... In, in Batman, Batman Returns? Yeah. yeah. 
Hey, wow, look at that. There was actually a movie Wait, where... Electra. Electra. Uh, also not, was not terrible. good. Oh, I'm not, I'm not saying it was good and people should watch it. I'm just saying it was a woman, a superhero movie vehicle led by a woman. Interesting. Would it be racist to say that? Don't. Uh, but yeah, Wonder Woman, uh, opening this week in theaters, Alamo Drafthouse, a, uh, legendary U.S. theater chain, uh, originally based out of Austin, Texas, I think, came to notoriety a few years ago for, uh, running, like, a thing, uh, like a trailer before their movies about how texting in the theater was fucking awful. Yeah. Uh, has announced, uh, one woman's only screening of Wonder Woman. Uh, you know, of course, outrage ensued. Yeah. Uh, and then just to double down on it, they announced a second women, which I, <laughs> I gotta respect that. Like, yeah. you... Like, if people, if you do something and it pisses people off, especially nerds, and then you're like, you know what? We're doing it twice as much. I also respect <laughs> that. I think that's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, predictably, a lot of men are very upset that they have to now, you know, walk two blocks to a different theater to, yeah, to see the movie. Yeah, or wait to a different time the movie's playing. Yeah, like, get over it, you fucking nerds. Like, yeah, like, I can totally understand, because I'm not saying... And it's just like, women's only fitness. Yeah, it's sexual discrimination, but it's there for a reason. Because... Nerds who like comic book movies, I'm going to go out on a limb here and I'm just going to generalize and say that most of the men who like comic book movies, who aren't Dale DeRuiter... Or Derek Bola. ...are, like, socially awkward. Oh, no, I'm walking that back. I'm socially awkward as hell. Oh, yeah. I'm not. I'm totally cool. <laughs> yeah, you're great. I'm the you're... coolest. But, uh, yeah, so they're basically socially awkward and they don't have, know how to interact with women. And, yeah... To a point, you're like, whatever, that doesn't really cause any distress. But on another hand, if, like, it'll just make them feel uncomfortable while the however many women who actually want to go see a superhero movie want to go watch it without having to get checked out. Yeah. Or even, yeah, like, who gives a shit? Like, these women are yeah. going to feel safe. They're probably going to have a better time without having to deal with, like, yeah. a bunch of hopeless male nerds. Uh, the guys protesting this shit, I can guarantee you, would not have been seeing this movie anyway. They're they're yeah. the same guys who cried about how uh, Ghostbusters ruined their childhood by casting four <laughs> women in a version. Yeah. And the same guys who organized a boycott of Star Wars because it had a woman and a black guy as the lead characters in it. Uh, so basically, it's the dregs of humanity. Who yeah. We don't want to listen to anyway. Oh, Star Wars has a woman and a black guy in it? I don't want to watch it. And it's like, well, good. I don't want you in the same theater as me <laughs> ever. I don't want you to catch your bigot. stupidity. Yeah. Could you imagine if that was fucking contagious? Be like, oh, this guy's racist. Uh-oh. I'm actually starting to think it is. Like, I'm, yeah. I've come to the point where I'm like, I honestly believe that in like, you know, 50 years, people will look back and be like, Oh, like we've now that we've done some autopsies on some people who died after they were like raised during the digital era. Yeah. They have like full on holes punched in their brains <laughs> that made them fucking idiots and like yeah. bigots and racists and horrible humans about everything. 
See, I think the biggest problem with people raised in the digital age, I'm not going to call them millennials because that just comes with its own baggage. But it's basically <laughs> everybody who came to maturity after 1996, which was when the internet was basically widely introduced into the home. It was in the home before that, but it was affordable. BBSs, man. I used yeah. to play, uh, what, like Legend of the Red Dragon? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that, that text yeah. shit. So basically the problem is there wasn't enough, no, shut the fuck up, you're being ridiculous. Because these people with terrible ideas being like, oh, I'm a racist. I'm going to go online and find other racists to support my opinion. Whereas if you went out in public in the in the late 90s, back when there's a full push against racism, if you said something racist, everybody would be like, yo, dude, that's racist. Shut up. We don't do that yeah. anymore. Back in the good old days, you know, if you wanted to uh, exchange racist views with someone, you might like trade a sly wink with the one other racist guy in yeah. town as you passed each other in the grocery store. Uh, and you, you didn't really get a chance to let those beliefs uh, ferment and grow. Yeah. Whereas... Uh, yeah, now you can find thousands and thousands of people with the same shitty views as you who will egg you on yeah, and like, kind of radicalize you. In Aziz Ansari's last stand-up, he was saying how uh, racists always used to be afraid. Like, they would always be afraid to say something racist because they didn't know if any other racists were in the room. Like, you couldn't walk in and be like, I don't enjoy the company of black people because everybody else would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but now you can go online and and be like, well... My opinion is validated because there are 5,000 other idiots who agree with me. Yeah. Well, now you could almost... Uh, so, again, there was this incident in Portland uh, yesterday, day before, where... Portland sucks! Yeah, it's really awful, uh, where this uh, alt, alt-right guy and white nationalist went on a train and was, uh, was, I guess, verbally harassing two Muslim women who got on the train and... Uh, you know, some of the other passengers jumped in and, like, told the guy to fuck off, stop yeah. being a racist, and the guy pulled out a knife and slashed their throats. Uh, the guys killed... who... Slashed whose throats? The, the dude who was, who was uh, attacking the, the Muslim women slashed the, the, like, bystanders who got in and, like, told them Jesus. to fuck off. Killed two men, uh, one of whom was, like, a 53-year-old retired army, like, colonel oh, wow. <laughs> who was a Republican as well. Who, like, basically told this guy to fuck off. And then, uh, like, a 23-year-old university student. And another guy was injured but survived. But, uh, yeah, it's getting to the point where, like, now I'm more afraid to stand up to racism in public. Because yeah. uh, there's all this awful... People are, are becoming increasingly unhinged and very dangerous. Particularly people with these views. Uh, like, I don't think this is... It used to be you would hear about shit like this, you would be horrified. You'd be like, yeah. oh my god, how could another human being do this? But now it's just like, oh, you know. Yeah, well, you hear about it so much. Like, I don't... That's terrible, but I think you should still stick up for it. Because, as terrible as it may sound, these people... It's it, Like, it sucks that these people got killed, but if this guy's going to pull a knife, it's better that... There's people there to maybe stop him. Like in this situation, it didn't work. No, guy, it didn't. The opposite if happened. Guy gonna go unhinged. Another part of me asks, like, how does a guy with a knife just overcome three people? Like, was he hand to hand trained in combat? I think he just caught him off guard. Like normally, well, guess, when there's a yeah. crazy racist on a train, you don't expect the guy to pull a knife and like yeah, slash your that's throat. True. So, uh, 
yeah, fucking awful story. My thing is that, like, I'm like, okay, you know, if this is an actual threat to my life, like, yeah. I'm sorry, uh, person that you have to encounter racism on this train ride. Like, maybe if I don't confront the guy, he doesn't escalate. No one gets stabbed. Yeah. You go home. You can just chalk it up to the guy being a racist idiot. Nobody dies. Whereas, if you step in and tell this guy to get fucked and stop yeah. being, you know, a human piece of shit, are you going to get murdered? Yeah, that's a good cause, too, because, like, and another thing, too, like, nobody gets as injured as much as the guy who tries to break up the fights. Yeah. Like, you always get a straight punch in the face or whatever, but I think, I don't know, it's hard to say, because on one hand, you want to be like, yeah, protect yourselves, don't accost these racists who are accosting people of minorities, but on the other hand, you have to stand up and tell people, tell society, basically, that that's unacceptable. Because one of the big things about society is we're not in a police state as much as some left-wings want to tell you. And we are, for the majority, self-policing. So if we see something that's wrong, we have to speak up and say it's wrong. Because there's not enough police officers on the street to police us at all times every day. Because we don't even want that. Yeah. Well, again, and that comes down, like... Okay, so this opens up another debate. Like, oh, yeah. was this guy uh, violating anything? If you want to be openly racist to a person in public, is that protected speech? Can you do that? No, it's hate speech. Hate speech isn't protected. In Canada. Oh. But in the States, it's yeah. it's protected under the First Amendment. Um, but you can't verbally accost people because that's a form of verbal violence or something, isn't it? I don't, I don't think that's true. I think true. he could print stuff against Muslims on a piece of paper and hand it out, but I don't think you can verbally accost people on public transportation. Okay, but the, the line between that and, like, if I face away from the Muslims and just shout racist shit to the train in general yeah. about Muslims. It's actually, it's like in movies... When if you were just to say "fuck," it's that, considered that's a PG less 13. offensive than saying "fuck you," because as soon as you direct it at someone, it ups the it ups the offensiveness of it. So I think this could be the same thing because yeah, if he was just screaming out the window that he doesn't like Muslims, it would have been less severe than turning towards these people and saying "I don't like you because you're Muslim." Yeah. Interesting. Uh, would love to hear what our readers think about this. If you would, uh, everyone likes to think they're the kind of person who would intervene if they yeah. saw something like this. Um, I, I don't know. Like, I, I like to think I'm that person. Now I'm less sure. I'm like, oh, I'll just let the racist guy say shit and then get the fuck yeah, out of here. I don't, I don't no know. one gets hurt. I think if I was in this situation after this, I would maybe say shut up from... 10 feet or more away. <laughs> like, I don't want to sound like a pussy, but I'm not going to get within... Stabbing like, distance? Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm going to stay with, out of the stabbing circle and tell this guy that I don't appreciate how he's acting. But I'm the wrong person because when people just basically talk in transit, it offends me. And I hate it. Yeah, like, like, just... There should be, like, court-mandated silence yeah. where you cannot 
say anything when you are in public around other people yeah. at all. Most of the time I'm wearing headphones. It's not because I need to listen to music. It's because I need to not listen to people talk. Lots of times I'll, I'll just wear headphones without even like listening to anything. Yeah. Just so that people don't attempt to talk to me. Oh my God. That's when they ask you questions. Yeah. Like, uh, like I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> Going like, back to this, how we're not socially awkward <laughs> thing. Yeah. Hate it when strangers talk to me. Yeah. The thing that people like, people should ask themselves before they ask any stranger a question is like, can Google answer that? And if it can, then don't ask the Let me assure you the answer is almost, it still fucking blows my mind. We're like, you know, a decade into the smartphone era. Yeah. People still like ask for directions or like ask for recipes. You, you have the sum of the knowledge of, of, Everything in the world yeah, exactly. at your fingertips. You, those two girls from uh, from Portland, could have probably just googled a fucking kick ass tortilla yeah. recipe. They still have a restaurant right now, <laughs> but no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like, they were just watching how these women were like leading it and stuff. I'm sure that's on YouTube. It's got it has yeah to be. Everything yeah. is on the internet. Uh, don't go stealing uh, recipes from old Mexican women. Yeah. And, oh, another thing about the smartphone era that really irks me is when people say stuff, like they get in an argument defending facts that they don't know are true or not. They're like, well, I heard it somewhere that this is true. It's like, we could both check right now and we will know for sure in 10 seconds whether this is true. Like, it might just be me because there's this old guy at work who's constantly doing that. And it's like, haven't, aren't you sick of Google proving you wrong? By now? Well, if he's an old guy, it might be, like, just ingrained in him, like, hey, I know yeah. what I know. I don't need Google. It's actually, uh, there's been times where I've, I've made, like, an effort to not look at Google to instantly get the answer for something. Because, like, it used to be you had to learn that shit and retain yeah. it in your brain. And now we carry it around on our phones all the time. So why do we need to learn or recall facts or information? Yeah, uh, that's true. It, it is very much making us dumber. Uh, in that regard. Yeah. A funny thing was when I used to work at a movie store before Google existed and before the smartphone, uh, I would be working and people would call me and they'd be like, hey, was this guy in this movie? And I'd be like, no, that was this guy. And then they would just turn to the person in the same room and say, ha, I was right. And then hang <laughs> up. And you... I thought that was the most hilarious thing. You were Google for yeah, a while. For if people Or IMDB at least. Yeah. Was it? I imagine it was almost always uh, Bill Bill Paxton and oh, uh, yeah. who the fuck is the Bill Paxton and the other Bill who? Uh, oh, the Bill Pullman. Or yeah, Bill like, Pullman. The yeah, guy from like Independence totally State. interchangeable. Yeah. yeah, those are the hard ones. Like the 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 supporting cast, you always get those mixed up. Like John Leguizamo. Oh, that guy's pretty distinct. Yeah, okay. like, like he's in so many movies, and you're like, oh, what movie was that that, that guy was in? Like The Past. Oh, that movie was great. <laughs> like, if you're like, oh, there's this John Leguizamo movie that's great, and you're like, what, Son of Sam? You're like, no. And then you're like, what, Romeo and Juliet? You're like, no. That one's good. The Big Hit? The Big also, Hit. Also, killer movie. great. And then about, like, a thousand other movies he was in. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh. 
That was 30 minutes. <laughs> Feels like we've been barely talking at all. I know. I uh, believe you guys want us to stop now. Yeah, I, I'd like, Dale and I are going to stop recording and just go have like a half hour conversation to ourselves about yeah. outrage. You, you don't have to feel left out. It'll probably be dick jokes. Uh, yeah, it almost definitely yeah. will be. Uh, thanks for tuning in this week. I'm Derek Bolin at Herder on the Twitter machine. And I'm Dale DeRuder at SuperDaleBot. Uh, if anything pisses you off or outrages you next week, send us a tweet or an email at OutrageFactPod or TheOutrageFactory at gmail.com. Thank you very much. And uh, steer clear of other cultures and go out and enjoy that uh, Wonder Woman screening. Yeah. We give you full permission. As white dudes, we give you our <laughs> blessing to do both of those things. Yeah, even though you're not... Uh, shit, what was the other word? Uh, what are they? like? Oh, even if you're not an Amazon queen, I say it's okay to enjoy their movie. Ah, uh-huh. I wonder how much cultural appropriation we're going to see in Wonder Woman. We got our topic for next week lined up. Oh my up. god, does that mean I have to research Amazon? Oh. Which I will. Do we research anything? I heard they don't wear shirts. <laughs> Alright, <laughs> see you next week, Outragers. Bye!